by the had, end. We just had a couple beers. So I where guess. was this wedding at? Um, it was near Brainerd. Um, oh, you. It was uh, actually. I've got some Brainerd stories now. Oh right. Um, but yeah, it was uh, Madden's on or Madden's Resort on Gull Lake. That place is dope, dude. Super dope. We had a fantastic time. We had is that legal there? No. Uh, oh, all right. <laughs> Having fun is not not legal. Oh, not at all. <laughs> no, super dope. Oh, that's all oh, right. That's that slang. I don't even young know what kids that are is. using nowadays. <laughs> it, was, it was lit. Certified as dope. Dope. Certified as dope. But yeah, it was it was it was awesome. There was, yeah, he's he's got a my buddy Kyle's got a real cool crew that he rolls with. So nice, nice. a lot of a lot of beer aficionados in the group, and punching drywall. <laughs> a lot of Kyles. <laughs> <laughs> there, finally, Kyle. Oh, and the monster energy Don't drink. Be a Kyle. Oh, all right, <laughs> welcome saying. back to another episode of Brews, Booze, and Reviews. Oh, I'm your shit. neighbor Knox. How you doing, guys? I'm with me today. Awesome. Bigger in here. What's going on, Bigger? Just getting ready to drink some more beer. And to your right, my name's Chris. I'm damn glad to be here today. Yes. Hey, easy, Chris. What's going on, big guy? Feeling groovy. Glad you're back from the wedding. You look much tanner. Congratulations. I am. You should, my back is burnt. Oh, oh no. Is that why you look taller? <laughs> it, it is. It elongates me. Red is that color that just makes you look taller. Black yep. makes you look thinner. Red makes you look taller. Yep. Speaking of looking taller. What's up, Chef? Wubba lubba dub dub. Nice. Yep, that's the one for the week, boys. That, that is. Is that code yep. for something? Yeah, it's code for um, something from your over. DNTNT and group that you do. It's from my DMT group. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was. <laughs> we just we we meet up and speak to the spears. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> no, it's uh, it's actually my when everybody somebody texts me, that's what pops up. It's wubba lubba dub dub. Oh yeah, it does. Oh, that's what that. Thing. Except when you guys. Text me, and then it goes, fuck you, riggedy, riggedy, wrecked, son. It should just be a fart sound. <laughs> Both Rick and Morty. So how's everybody's week been so far? Anybody do anything fun? Anything interesting? Hanging out? Uh, not really. Just uh, it's that time of year for moon dance. So just kind of getting stuff ready for the camping and jamming festival of the year. Yep. You and I are going to be leaving early in the morning Wednesday, and we're going to meet up with some folks down there to record a podcast with. Hopefully. Hopefully. If everything works out well. I didn't know you have another <laughs> podcast. No, it's no. this one. Just oh. We're not invited. We're not invited. It's <laughs> Bruce Booze and Reviews Light. Well, I don't think I'm old enough to go to Moondance Jam. Uh, well, <laughs> they might card you we, on the way in. Didn't, yeah. we, didn't we have this discussion where we wanted you to go, but you couldn't take well, it out of time? Yeah, true. by it's all true. means. He did, he, he did an offer. In. No. <laughs> Would have been fun to have you, man. No, but hopefully we'll get to these tequila talks with the uh, uh, Margaritaville folks. Uh, and uh, They seem to know what they're doing as far as the tequila. Nine so. in the morning. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's but, how my uh, day is going to go. How about you, Chris? Besides the wedding you just came back from? No, let's talk about the wedding. Let's talk about it. No. Hey, let's talk about that wedding. <laughs> no, it was, so it, congratulations. You got married? I did not. Oh, okay. Well, then congratulations again. But no, it, it was a it was a great place though. We went golfing at the classic. I uh, almost found as many balls as I lost, so that's pretty cool. Nice, because um, oh, Keeley's got your other set, right? <laughs> yep, <laughs> those are for, <laughs> those are for Thanks, her. Thanks, Hands off. I was, was going to say something about this. So but, you found some balls, huh? Yeah. But one night we actually went into Brainerd, and there was two <laughs> spots. One spot we went to was called Yesterday's Gone. And it's one of the few places in Minnesota that I've been to that actually had Clamato, so we could actually have Caesars and not Bloody Marys. Can you get a shot nice. for that? Will hmm. it go away or some ointment? You should Clamato? go away. 
I'm sorry. I'm, <laughs> I'm just throwing them out there, waiting for someone to hit them. We're trying. <laughs> and then uh, we actually went to the social B, and it says be social. That's a little tagline. And uh, had it's rare for me anyway when you go to like these smaller towns to find somebody that really wants to make a good drink. You know, they oh, just, okay. oh, it's Morgan Diet. That's what we're making you. Oh, that, yep, there it is. Yeah. But they, he, he made this one called the Social Bee. It was a gin drink with honey and stuff. And it was absolutely fantastic. His Rob from 9th Street Social Club in Brainerd. Nice. Pretty cool. Hey, Rob. Nice job in the drink, buddy. Yeah. And also found out at that resort, they put a little bit of orange juice in your Bloody Mary, which is weird. Hmm. Really? Um, yeah. I've yeah, never heard of that. Yeah. But we had a really good time. I, I sampled a few different beers that were out there, and uh, actually one of my buddies, Ryan, will be sending us some beers from New Zealand. Oh, Ooh, man, I so can't wait for those. I was kind of hoping Ooh. to go there and do well, it, but that's gonna we're, be not, next we're not at trip. that point yet. If Knox, anybody wants to send looking. us money. <laughs> we up to 16 yet? We we do have a donate button on our on our uh, podcast there, so hit that oh, up go sometime. Ahead. Can you do one of those GoFundMe pages? Send us to New Zealand. We'll tell you how their beer is. We're not motivated enough to start a Patreon. Uh, it takes effort. <laughs> uh, anything else going on? Where was this at? You said it was where? What Gull, town? It was uh, Madden's Resort in Gull Lake. Gull Lake, uh, on Minnesota. Gull Lake, yeah, by hmm. by Brainerd there. So nice. yes, yeah, check that place out. It's really cool. We did some trap shooting also. Wow. Found out I'm shit with a shotgun. Absolute shit. That sounds like a <laughs> saying. Well, hell, if I ain't shit, shit with a shotgun. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Beautiful. All right, Chef? Um, I just got reamed by 190 golfers yesterday. That's about all I had going on. Why would you well, do wrong? Uh, it was the yearly fundraiser for Maple River Golf Course. And, and does it hurt to sit down? Yeah, it does. Okay. But Ouch. Uh, it was typical golfer stuff. They, the members got drunk and started spending spending money, and they were doing an auction for stuff, and then that became a dick measuring competition. So it was very beneficial for the golf course, <laughs> as those charity events That's should why they be. Serve alcohol to rich people. And there was an abundance of men that started uh, their sentences with "my wife." And generally, the ending wasn't anything positive Just ever. It's very that's, mean. That's statements. what they talk about. Oh, mm. this and that, but the wife, you know. I actually had that with a guy once. He's like, oh, "I gotta, I can't have another beer. I gotta go home because you know how the wife, how the wife is." And I'm like, "No, I don't, because I'm not married." He's like, "How old are you?" Thir- I'm 32, and he did the. He teeth sucked me. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Jesus, what? Thanks, man. Teeth Don't judge me. That's all I got. What do you got, Knox? No, uh, with me, not much. Just had uh, my 10-year wedding anniversary. Congratulations. Took took the lady out to where we got married. It's in a park in Moorhead. So I kind of took some time and made some food and brought it out there and uh, had a little picnic with the dog and her and I out there and had a great time. And we stopped by uh, Tyler, who has been on the show from Prairie Homebrewing's Companion. Uh, he had a 40th birthday party at his place. We stopped out there and had a couple of his beers. He had a margarita sour, a one. Uh, oh, no, oh, I can't remember what the other two beers were, but they were pretty oh, good. Sometimes you write oh, the things down, Weiss, you don't forget. The Dunkel Vice, and then they had a second sour. I don't remember what it was, but it was pretty good. Pretty good? Pretty good. Well, it's so a pretty good week for everybody, I, I'm assuming. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about this week. Yeah. What, what, are we what do we now? got going on today? So now today we're at Drumcon Wrath or Drumcon Roth. How would you say that, Sam? Well, who do we have with us? Sam Cor, the owner. 
Oh, and okay. head brewer. And I probably knew Probably only brewer, right? Yeah. Only brewer currently until he gets swamped with orders and he can't keep up. Truth. Yeah, so Sam. Yeah. Thanks for coming. Hi. Or actually, we are here. So thanks yeah. for being here. Thanks, yeah. for, yeah, at your thanks place. for having us at your place. Yeah, yeah. there you go. So DrumCon Wrath. Wrath. Not Wrath. Wrath. No. Okay. DrumCon Wrath. Three. Wrath. Awesome. So, so that's like three separate tribes that came like together drum, for one community? Rat. or uh, no. Okay. Well, what is the name all about? Uh, Drum Conrath is the village in Ireland that my family came from. It's like uh, 45 minutes north of Dublin. Oh, about, oh wow. Yeah. So how, awesome. how deep back do those roots go? Like your parents came from there? No. Or? No, like back. Like wave in the far, far away lands? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> okay. The way, way back machine? Yeah, for like some people that like the, the 80s, 1980s. <laughs> so that, I'd be like, that far back? It'd be like four generations back. Oh, okay. So like the 1780s. Or five. No, like 18, 1880s? 60s, 1860s. 1870s, maybe. So uh, why don't you tell us about yeah. the brewery? And <laughs> like, wh- what I do have a you? question. Okay, yep. yes. Just should. from looking at the logo, what's the, what's the top thing say? The Broad Agus Dia Grace. Yeah, what's that? Pride and passion. All right. Unless oh, you look it up on Google, deep. then it's uh, pride and, or it's like strength and enthusiasm, but it's pride <laughs> and passion is the... Pride, pride like and that passion. One that's pride the real passion. one. That's the... Yeah. Right on. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And like you got that. like the like a druidic knot there too, right? Yeah, it's Celtic knot. Celtic, Celtic knot. knot. Okay. Yeah, pretty cool logo. I like well, it. They I dig it. Been and you have been brewing now in a brewery setting like... Like professionally. Professionally now for 15 minutes. Uh, pretty close. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, three years. Three years? Ish. Okay, and how long ago did you start brewing beer, and why did you start brewing your own beer? Just because uh, you wanted to make something that was better than what was out there, or because you wanted to make something that was cheaper for you to make than buying it? No. So Was it I a dare? It, no. No. Were you in a hot tub? No. no. <laughs> I nice. think <laughs> I know what you did there. <clears throat> I think it was Christmas of 2017. My mom got me a Mr. Beer kit. That's two years ago. Oh no, that was way no 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 no. 2007. 2007. Okay, <laughs> that makes way more. There sense. we go. Yes. <laughs> That's what it was. Okay. Uh, yeah, Christmas 2007. My mom got me a Mr. Beer kit. Got it. Took it home. Made the beer. So a Mr. Beer kit is just like you're basically teabagging, seeping type of... Oh, not even that. Not no. even that. What is a Mr. Mr. It's like syrup with the hops in it already. All you do is add water and yeast and let it do its thing. Okay. Let it ferment. So how did that go for you? <laughs> it, well, here well, we are. for me, it, <laughs> like, well, the beer was terrible because it's Mr. Beer, but uh, I... I so it all worked out because so I'm sitting in the kitchen making this Mr. Beer kit and I got the box on the table and on the side of the box there's this old guy holding this big frosty mug of beer and the caption on it says it's real beer and I made it and I'm like fuck you you didn't make shit (laughs) (laughs) fucking syrup that you reconstituted and boiled and threw in a little plastic barrel that's like, I made this hot chocolate milk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. You stirred in some shit. Yeah. That's quite literally. It's a real milk. Yeah. That's, I'm like, I could, I could do this myself. I could, I'm going to, it was like, I was mad. I was mad at the box at this old guy. <laughs> Legit, like, man. And I, so like, 
it got all done, and I, you know, tasted it. I'm like, it's bad. It got me really drunk because it was a 32-ounce bottle, mm. and I drank the whole bottle. I mean. Of course he did. Well, right. Well, well, but but I, I gave the rest of it away, and I don't know what happened to it. But, but then I went over to the homebrew shop over in Moorhead, bought a starter kit, went to Walmart and bought some of those chintzy ceram coat steel pots. Mm-hmm. And uh, Ron sorted me out with some. Ron Stroh? Yeah. Yeah. uh, He's like, oh, yeah, here, you want to make a blonde ale or something like that? Dude, here, take some of this and some of this and some of this. And here's some, I don't remember, Cascades or something like that. Hops. Hops. And I'm like, all right. So I went home and I got some little strainer bags and I steeped all these grains at 152 degrees or something like that. And kind of and I was like yeah I did it <laughs> yep and it was also terrible beer but, <laughs> <laughs> but, you, for two. but there's a but picture you of you holding it up I made this beer but I made it <laughs> yes I'm gonna piss off someone else there you <laughs> right. go maybe they'll make better beer and that lit a fire under your ass yep I've been doing it, it ever since huh it did and then what did I make next I made a stout of some an oatmeal stout and then I made Ribbon Man. Mm-hmm. And then I made Was Old Ribbon Centralia. Man your first success? Yeah. Successful beer that you made was like, yeah, this is actually really good. Yeah. Because this is what I'm drinking currently for the intro. Yeah. Ribbon, Ribbon Man. Man Red. And I would hope That's you would I have an Irish red on. And you do. I do. The Ribbon Man, yeah. It's very tasty. I feel like there's a lot of honey in that one. There's a lot of honey in that one. <laughs> there's okay. a lot of honey. And we'll talk about that later on, about that specific beer and what it, so what it entails. How long from the uh, garage brewing to the uh, Mapleton. place out in Mapleton? Mm-hmm. Uh, like, did you just like just start well, selling a bunch 20, of your beer to your friends? Like all your friends. Well, I wasn't selling it because I was afraid I was going to get in trouble. Uh, let's see. So 2007 mm-hmm. to oh, about 10 years. Oh, oh wow. And you're out at Mapleton for a couple two, for about two years. Yeah, two and, and a half. And now you're in downtown Fargo. Downtown, baby. Downtown. <laughs> Somebody I think had we've to say it. So. What made you decide to finally open up a, a, a place? And it just happened to be in Mapleton. I mean, what what fired you up to make your that big leap into make making a commercial and making some cash off of it? Because I was giving away a lot of beer, like give like. Well, I was making 10 gallons in a run because I had acquired a Kegel system. Oh, nice. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is awesome. So, oh, it's free? Yeah, great. Oh, now I got 10 gallons of beer to drink (laughs) (laughs) or give away. So I was just giving away, like, literally, like, I bought growlers for my friends. And I was like, yeah, I'm making a batch, so give me your growlers and I'll get you... Yeah, so I was giving away tons of beer, and my wife's like, mm, "That's not. That's, that's not how it should be done. Expensive." <laughs> Did you say a Kegel system? Yeah. Uh, I wish my ex-girlfriend would have got that system. <laughs> <laughs> awesome joke. You're thinking Kegel wow. system? Oh, I'm sorry, I said and it wrong. And relax. We'll just cut that out. <laughs> and relax. And relax. That's an inside joke to meanery. Yeah. Um, well, that's great. That's uh, so. How long did it take for you to, like, I want to do this, and then talk to the bank, get a business plan, and set up everything, and purchase uh, your first big system, like, big system? Okay, so, I just, let's see. Fargo opened in 2012. 
well, they they opened in Fargo in 2012. And that was when I was like, I could do this. Okay. I, I think I could start my own brewery, too. Mm-hmm. In retrospect, my beer wasn't that good. <laughs> <laughs> and... Uh, at least but, you're honest. Yeah. Right. So, but like, I started thinking about it, and started planning it, and and uh, Drecker was just kind of in the, about the same spot as I was, but there was four of them versus one of me. So, but uh, so they were able to spread the workload out. I think they were, yeah. Anywho, uh, or they bullied him. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> they're bullies. They're not. It's a no, loving, they're wonderful people. Yes. Yeah. Well, and I think they had been kind of like planning. To open a brewery for a while, mm-hmm. so any uh, I wanted to open one, and I'm so I put a business plan together, and you know, looked at different equipments, and the equipment that I wanted was like thirty or forty grand for just the brew house, and <laughs> yeah, no, it was stupid and expensive is what yeah, you're saying. Yeah, and I was going to the banks and being like, oh yeah, no, I'm gonna open a brewery in Fargo, and you know. Here's what I got, and I need like a hundred and fifty grand from you, and da da da. And everyone basically just kind of was like, "No, no, that <laughs> that is that's not happening." One one bank, one loan officer was even he kind of like he took my stuff. He's like, "Yeah, that's that's great." And I'm like, "Is there anything we, you know? Do we need to fill out any paperwork to get the pro- process started?" And he goes, "No, you need to leave." Like, <laughs> oh, Jesus! <laughs> wow! Brutal. So, uh, you're crap, you're crap. Oh, and get the hell out of here. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> so, my wife and I kind of kept talking about it, and you know, I, I just, I was like, I'm doing this one way or another. We just need to figure it out. So, we decided we were going to take a, a second on our house because fortunately, the city of Fargo had just raised our property value like exponentially. Oh, okay. So, what we had bought the house for was now like, half of what it was worth so we're like we have you know equity from that increase so maybe we should use that so Mm -hmm. we did and uh took a second to we didn't get a whole lot we had like i think thirty seven thousand dollars to play with which in the big scheme of things for opening a brewery is not not much so we kind of gutted our retirements a little bit and uh got whatever we could get out of it and found this place in Mapleton and it was really really cheap which was why we ended up starting out there okay and I talked to junkyard and talked to you know asked them about the equipment they've got and like oh we get this equipment from China and they'll ship it straight to you and it's it's good shit so the whole the brew house ended up costing only three thousand dollars oh wow. Christ mm. I bought used plastic fermenters from another brewery in Minnesota. That was three grand. So now I'm six grand in. I have my brew house, my fermenters. And with that Chinese equipment, I got two bright tanks so that I could carbonate, force carb, yep. instead of having to shake kegs all over because that's a, <laughs> that's a nightmare. Uh, and I don't remember what they were. They were almost five grand a piece. They were the most expensive things I got. But all in all, so like I got all the equipment for... 16 grand so far? 16 grand, yeah. And, yeah, then after that, it was just kind of piecemealing, you know. I bought stools for the bar at Walmart for, you know, whatever the cheap wood stools are there. And, uh, you know, one thing at a time. And 
as I'd have money, I'd buy a nicer thing or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. And So you basically invent, uh, invested in yourself. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And yep. I'm going to assume you. that you paid yourself back? No. God, no. no. Oh, hell <laughs> he still no. owes I mean, himself a lot of before money. Before you oh, thought yeah. about coming into this place. <laughs> no, 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 no. Not no. even close? Not even close. Okay. Well, but then, so we operated in, in Mapleton with that, all that equipment for about a year. And then I had, I had been saving money. And from there, we got to buy the seven barrel equipment. And yeah, so we moved up to seven barrel and unit and that's tanks. All she wrote. And yeah, and then all of a sudden, well, then we signed with Berg Seth Brothers. Mm-hmm. And that went well. And uh, we started to plan an expansion out in Mapleton. Again, another expansion. Because, and what's well, Berg South Brothers? That's our beer distributor in distribution. Fargo. They're the kings of distribution in town, basically. Yeah, yeah, they're way up north. They also Fargo. have uh, yeah. whatever his name, the keg slayer, the man that can hold two kegs over his head. He's a fucking monster. Joe Hilton? I believe so. Yeah. I can do that. Well, they're, <laughs> if they're are they empty? empty. Yeah, are they empty? Cans? No, they were and full cans. Five gallon. <laughs> five gallon. Full. Just saying. <laughs> but yeah, then we signed up with uh, McKinnon's up in Grand Forks, and we're like, well, we'll get a canning line and get get going on that, and things were taking off. So we started to plan an expansion, and then Drecker was like, well, hold on, just hold your horses. We we might we might want to get rid of our downtown spot. One thing led to another, and here we are. Yeah, and this is nice. a great location. I like it. Here. Yes, it is great. Yeah, I mean, it's it's fully with walking distance with all the cool places downtown. You can see uh, we're right in front of this big picturesque window looking at it. a lot yeah. of things right now. It's I fun. am people watching like a motherfucker today. It's, <laughs> I like keep it's turning awesome. my head. Yeah, it might be a little distracting for us, but we'll, we'll run with it. And it's hot and humid outside. And it's nice and cool in here. And it is very nice and cool in here. Yes. We were, uh, Ernie was worried about that. Do they have air, air conditioning? I'm like, I would assume so. I mean. <laughs> well, we, we had air conditioning in Mapleton, too. So. Yes, you did. Yes. Yeah. What? Well, great. I'm fat. Anybody have any th- questions they want to ask Sam or any other tops- topics of discussion? I do have what? one. Oh, you go. go okay. I you, was just going to ask. Uh, so you've got like, what, 11 on tap here today. 13. 12. 12. I'm guessing. Okay. Um, what's your, okay, what's like your favorite one to brew? Or do you like to take? Or take the most pride in. Yeah. I know they're all your babies, so. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. My favorite one to brew is the only one that I've never made. So every time I make a new one, it's that's my favorite one. Oh, right. Nice. Good answer. Good answer. Chef? And my question is, what is a a beer or a style of beer that you've always wanted to do, but is, like, like, really easy to fuck up or you don't think would be marketable and profitable? Like, if you were to just make a small batch at home for yourself, what what, what is that off-kilter dream beer? Well, it's not a... A dream for me to make. Uh, True, you know, I suppose you make whatever you want. Well, no, I mean, I make whatever the market wants. But the I, other people have said like, "Oh, you should make a, you know, you should do saison, or you should do, you know, try to do a a lambic or something like that." And I'm like, the mm-hmm. market around here just won't. 
it's not for that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, that'd be fun to like. And those are do a wild a wild yeast fermentation or farmhouse ale or something. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, those things are very niche marketing. Yeah, there's a market for sours here, but that's but nothing like that's specialty. Like it's also saturated. Yeah, and there's only so many good sours. Yeah, and I haven't had a chance to really try a lot of your beers yet. What I do like different about your menu here is you know there's an Irish red and there's a, a couple of lagers on there and there you know the but most people are looking you know that, that aren't into craft beers are looking for and mm-hmm. you know that's one thing that i don't see a lot of people doing is caring to people that just want a beer a quick crisp beer so i like that you have a couple of them on there yeah, yeah pale ales american <laughs> pale ales lock yeah two lagers. a northeast black ipa get that i've never seen that before yes no it's a style fusion i i'm jacked on that i'll be honest can't wait to try it mm-hmm. so i was as i was sitting here waiting for you guys to show up um, to just shame us is fine. <laughs> there was there was a young lady that came up and was like, mm, I don't know. I've never been here before. But she liked IPAs. Okay, well, Sam happens to do flights here, so and uh, she's like, oh, she had to go get something, so she's like, just, I, just I, give I, me some. I like I IPAs. Her and she didn't have her ID on her. Well, I was going to be polite. But yeah. So she had to go get her ID, and and she, and she was she was like, "I trust you. I I like IPAs." So I'm like, "Well, yeah, they have those here." So I, I be interesting to find out which one she liked. Well, I only, so there's four IPAs on on tap right now, but I only gave her one. But I gave her two pale ales. Oh, okay. So why don't we uh, take a quick break, uh, and we'll come back after we have tasted some, and we'll talk about some of your beer. How about that, Sam? Sounds good. Let's uh, drink right. some of his beer. Dun 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 dun. dun. Guys. What's up, Knox? Yeah, I was scrolling online and I saw this ad for Terps candy made right here in Fargo, North Dakota. Have you heard about it? That's that uh, terpene thingy candy, right? Yeah, man. Um, I was wondering what that was all about. What? What's about the terpenes? Oh. Well, I did do some research after I saw that ad, and even spoke with Alex and Evan from the company about it. <laughs> it's it's pretty fascinating. Like what? Well, the candy is pretty good. I have a flavor right now called citrus berry, and I got to tell you, delicious. Yeah, yeah, but Knox, what about the terpenes? Oh, oh yeah, okay. Uh, well, terpenes are found naturally in plants, I guess. They uh, provide the flavor, scent, and color of each plant and oil from the plants. They're the building blocks of essential oils, and basically the source of many of those benefits of those oils. Like uh, aromatherapy essential oils? Eh, similar, but a bit more potent. Studies have shown that uh, terpenes and terps candy can help uh, do things like elevate mood and have anti-inflammatory properties. Great for pain and stress relief, helps in memory retention, and helps in the absorption of other terpenes into your system. It's kind of a catch-all for some of the best effects from terpenes. Nice. Hey, I like candy. Where can I get these at? Well, I got these from Discontent in Fargo, right next door to Shannon's Salon. But you can find them at Vinyl Giant, Tochi Health Products, and Stamar Liquor Store. I did my research from their website, uh, www.terpscandy.net, and they have all the info about them right there, including where to get them in town and how to order their stuff online. Uh, where was that again? www.terpscandy.net. Check them out. Thanks for that. Back Thanks to the that, content. Man. All right. Hey, welcome back. 
We're back from our break. This is Bruce Boost and Reviews, and we're here at DrumCon Wrath for a taproom takeover. Not Roth. And, uh, yeah, not Roth. You could uh, say drum it like a lot of other drum people say it. You could say Drunken Wrath. <laughs> drunken Wrath. I can stick with that. That's what I... Yep. Or Drunken Wraith. No. No. <laughs> well, you gotta shit on everything fun. Well, here's the thing, man. Just pronounce the fucking name right. I Don't do. confuse the I people. I do. Drumcon Wrath. Jeez, who pissed like, in your chair? I'm just saying, we, we mispronounced Glenn Marenji 700 times. Glenn Morenji. Even after we listened to it. Oh, the whole episode. Yeah, just <laughs> awful. Oh, yeah. So Glenn st- stop saying the wrong way <laughs> because I get confused. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Anyways. And we're here with Sam Core, who is the owner and head brewer. How are you doing today, Sam? I'm good. Excellent, excellent. Uh, so I think first in the docket, we're going to talk about probably your most popular. No, wait, whoa, wait, what? wait what? a moment. First off, Sam, the biggest question on everybody's mind right now is, what do you think of my podcast pants? <laughs> oh, I thought it was who shot Roger Abbott. They're dope. They are? <laughs> Thank you. They Certified just... as dope. Smell them. Nope. <laughs> they also smell. They don't nope. smell like farts nope. and pee Smells anymore. Smells like Kev. Yeah, I washed them twice. I hope you bleached them. <laughs> <laughs> washed, rinsed, and repeated. Hard no. Sorry. Excellent. Okay. All right. The Ribbon Man so Red. So the Ribbon Man Red. Why don't you tell us about the Ribbon Man Red? Um, so that was like the third recipe, I think, that I came up with. Um, I just wanted, I wanted, I don't know, I wanted a red beer. And so I made one. <laughs> so, well and put, Sam. So you got the, you got it it's right a, on the first try? It's no. A, it's well, an I mean, Irish, he didn't it's, say it's an that. Irish red ale, right? It's at five and a half ABVs and the 29 IBU. That's just the stats on the beer. Yep. Let's talk about what's in the beer. Okay, so I like... I like I like the malt, yep. but like Amen, if, brother. If if you go too malty, it way like it just gets cloyingly sweet. Yeah. So what I ended up doing was I added honey, not just for an awesome honey flavor, uh, but to kind of and it's kind of a lot of honey. So, so in a ten barrel system, how much honey do you use for that? 60 pounds. Jesus. It's a whole bucket. I love me's my honey. What kind of honey is it? It's Subi. Subi honey. Yep. Okay. Because they're technically they're local. Because North Dakota is uh, the number one honey producer in the nation this or the world. True. It is. I it's believe. A fact. What? Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yes, and, it is. And Sub- most of Subi's honey comes from comes from North Dakota. Awesome. See, I didn't know that because if, yeah. uh, if you weren't sourcing locally, I was going to, I guess this is a shameless pitch to them too, is uh, three, three bears. bears. Well, I knew it. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So the actually the president for North Dakota for Subi Cooperative is is uh, based in Castleton. So I actually just get my honey from them and then we say it's Subi honey. Gotcha. So, so it, it is. It, it is. So locally. it is literally like ten miles away from you. That's how local that honey is. Yeah. <laughs> so that, I can't get any per, more local yeah, than that. But I'm. It. But then instead of paying like local, like price, I'm getting corporate price, which is better. Yes. Yeah, right. Right. Quantity, which is less of. Yeah. <laughs> so okay. So 
60 pounds of honey, uh, a, a proprietary blend of malts, I'm assuming. It's a, it's a Irish malt mm-hmm. that I use from uh, Malting Company of Ireland, uh, based out of Cork. No. Uh, it's very good malt. I use... Uh, a lot of the rest is all Weyermann malts. It's uh, some Vienna and some uh, Munich 2 and some Cara Aroma and some malted oats from Simpsons and, <laughs> and the honey. But the the percent, Irish ones the will give you that really nice smoky kind of dry kind of like. No, that comes from the care aroma. Okay, but learning something every day. Yeah, I have. No I idea. love when you guess incorrectly. I know isn't it great? <laughs> it's, it's, it's satisfying. See, but it is me fishing for an answer and getting that's the correct true. one eventually. That's making which, that's making content, boys. Which I don't care about look, how I look. I just want to get the good information. No, clearly it, sho- it shows by what you're wearing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Just oh, kidding. that's oh, a yeah. pretty cool shirt. I was teasing uh, back yeah. to Make the beer. Oh, just making content. <laughs> so back to the ribbon man. Let's right. talk oh, about, right. let's yeah. talk about how here. it tastes, you guys. Yes, how does it taste? Oh, okay, don't go all at once. Well, I have it. It's a very light aroma. Uh, amber color is obviously it should be. Uh, kind of malty at the end and uh, very smooth. I just have like a solidly balanced yeah, it's really easy. I just coined that. Easily so. drinkable beer. I myself didn't. I know. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just all fucked in the mouth right now. But <laughs> I didn't get a whole bunch of honey. Watch your mouth, Kevin. Yeah, you saw me. Get excited. <laughs> <laughs> he was bracing for it. Like, now, you, there's no, my opening. Not, that, jokes lost. Keep going. No, I, I I didn't get a ton of honey off of it. I just you know it's a really nicely roasted beer and and really nice to drink. Mm. I, I thought it was really good, but I didn't get a ton of the the dark fruit or honey. But I don't know. I like the good, nice roastiness of it. I want to make brownies with it. Ooh! Yeah. I don't know if you can put beer in brownies. I've never sure, tried. Why not? But I you sure, I sure should like to try. Oh yeah! See, that was the other thing I thought was some sort of a dense cake, and then I was like, dense cake, brownies, because the the toastiness toastiness of the malt matches really well with bitter chocolate. Right on. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I really like this Chef because uh, I can I can actually taste that honey a little bit. Um, it's in a it's a really weird bag flavor that you can taste on it, but I, but that's what it is on when people actually use real honey in their beers instead of extracts or flavorings. Uh, it has that not honey pellets. Not honey pellets, but it also uh, helps to increase the sugar content. So uh, if a good one will help up that. Uh, ABV contents a little bit as well, which uh, gives a thumbs up it's, in my book. It ba- it balances your <clears throat> so that you don't have such a um, a thick beer. Yeah, you still get that sweetness without so like, that being so thick. You get like a it's a little a, a little drier almost. It's like adding lactose, but not not, not acting, adding lactose. Right, where it's get that really good smooth mouthfeel on it. Right. Be like yep. adding dextrose. Mm-hmm. And I do get it, uh, a lot of like caramel malt flavor from this a lot, more than I do any like roastiness. I just get that dark definite fruit. caramel dark fruit from, from the malt. I really like it, man. Yeah. Bravo on this one. I love it. Sweet. Right on. And All that right. was like that. your first one that you like opened your shop with? Oh, yeah. Yep. That was the first one. And that was your That's third beer the you first, ever did. Yeah. That's always the first beer I make. You always have this on tap. Yeah. You gotta. As, so it was well, the first, as well you should have. It. it was the first beer we brewed on the three barrel. It was the first beer we brewed on the seven barrel. And now it's the first beer we brewed on the ten barrel. Right on. It's a cherry popper. 
<laughs> so yeah, out of these twelve, then we've got another one. Uh, what was next in line for you when you opened up? Uh, Gale Force was the second. And that's an IPA. Yeah, that's IPA. That's, yeah. that's bold for your. Uh, that's bold for your your fourth beer ever to to try an IPA like that. So that's pretty awesome. Well, I mean, you mean like when I was homebrewing? Yeah. Oh, no, that Gale Force came a little farther down. But oh, okay. Old yeah. Centralia was probably the fourth one that I did. Oh, okay, gotcha. And Red. we'll talk about that in the second half of this interview process. But, yeah, Gale Force, tell us about it. You were saying that something tremendous about the, the hops in it, and you were telling a story about it earlier. About, oh, getting the cheap hops? Yep. Yeah, well, because, like, Citra is one of the main hops in it right now, and... Mm-hmm. Citra's going for anywhere between forty and fifty dollars a pound. Citra's in almost everything, right? And yeah, it is. No, it really is. Mm-hmm. It's right. the most common hop used right now, oh, and really? it's the most patented one. Yeah, <laughs> it, no, it is. Yeah. It's I mean, it's insane. Do you have a tattoo of that on your arm, Kev? False. Okay. It, it's the <laughs> o- it's the other hop in this. Well, oh. there's four hops in this one. Mm. What are the other three? Well, it's Citra, mm. and then Mosaic. Mosaic. That one. Uh, Chinook. Chinook and Sim- uh, Simcoe. Uh. Yeah, every time I see Mosaic and Citra hops in a beer, it's like, well, I'm going to try that one. Yeah, they're actually good, they good go, solid hops. Yeah, they're a good pair. I don't really hear too much about the Chinook anymore, though. I used to hear a lot about Chinook's Chinooks. a great bittering hop. Yeah. Which is what I use it for. It's in the bittering editions. Nice. So this is like would be like your second best seller, you'd, you'd say, out of your, your lineup here? Pretty close. Pretty it, close? It's, it's uh, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, it's, a, of our of our standards, it's probably the the best, the second best selling one, yeah. Well, I got to tell you, the flavor is great on it. Oh, I, yeah. I could see definitely why it'd be one of the best sellers. <laughs> Dude, and right away, like, and I'm assuming it's either the Citra or the Mosaic, you get that, that uh, bright citrusy nose right away from yeah. it. Yeah. It's, it's, sm- when I think of IPAs, this smells exactly what I want to want to drink. Yeah, it, it's I don't know. It, it was really well balanced. It, it's certainly my style um, uh, of an IPA. I liked it a lot, and it pairs well with lots of different foods. So. <laughs> Most beers do, <laughs> <laughs> like whatever's within my reach. Yeah. <laughs> Truth. We've but been eating pretzels. And it went good with the pretzels. Oh, I was going to yeah. say mustard Salty. for some reason. Mustard pretzels? Yeah, like mustard pretzels. Like, not going to say it. <laughs> it was right there. I, I know. Almost saw it I wanted to say it, but uh, I will give my two cents on this beer. I spouted off about it earlier. I wish would have kept it in because I can't remember all of it. But I did say that I believe it is the uh, – how would I word it? When I think of an IPA, this is exactly what I would expect. Yep. And it's one of the, one of, if not the best IP examples of an IPA I've found in town. Yeah. It, yeah. And it, I, I don't throw that around willy-nilly. No, it, it's just balanced well. Mm-hmm. It, it yeah. tastes well. Well thought out. Not over bitter. Yeah. But hoppy and resinous. You know, uh, Bruce Lee was once quoted as saying, would you rather be a master of one kick practiced 10,000 times or 10,000 kicks practiced one time? And this would be an example of what I think that would be when you do something well enough and you do it 
often enough, you get really good at it. And this would be like a perfect example of that kind of thing. Yeah, this. I thought you were bringing really it up because Chris was kicking over at uh, <laughs> next door a couple places over at down. The worst. And I heard him <laughs> tried another beer. And He's stretching. He broke his hip. Well, we're all old men around here, except for this guy over he here. He was dancing to something. I was doing kicks. J Lo. I was doing man. kicks to crack my back, and it hurt my hips. So and I was just everything's worse. <laughs> so I thought I thought Knox was bringing up the whole kinks about that, but okay, Bruce Lee. No, yeah, Bruce Lee. No, but, but, uh, but, oh. Nice catch. Thanks. Whole thing was is when you do it good enough, and you do it often enough, you're just going to get better at it. And this is a, a good example of. Well thought out, well planned, well recipied IPA. Bravo, man. I like Thank it. Thank you. Yeah. Well, okay. So this is an American IPA, 6.5%, 72 IBUs. I like this beer. This is a, if someone is like, I'm not Who really. Hates IPAs. Right. Well, yeah. Not anymore. Not right. so much. So if someone's like, I really don't like IPAs or whatever, I would suggest this one to try. Yeah, it's Absolutely, in a flight of beers, this would be the one because it is a very solid. It's not super hoppy to me, mm-hmm. but just enough to make it a. a but I think, I, I, as far as IPAs, I think I'm liking American IPAs. I think it's better than too hard and. Oh, probably. Shots fired. Shots fired. Anyways, so I'm I just wanted. To, <laughs> I'm gonna back I just wanted to see. I like this. It's, I yeah. am really aggressive towards Chris right today. There. I don't know what it is. I think I think too hard to just put a sniper up on the wind up on the building across the street. The do I have a red building? Do I have a red dot oh, on yeah. my forehead? I if tried. I do, I'm not put next to your IPA. They're not going to hit the mark, so I'm definitely going to live. <laughs> I tried a new Bell's beer this weekend. As a matter of fact, a, a, a Dippa, and we won't talk about it because Bell's makes good shit. So do you? You should bring I mean, it to a still. what's in your mouth. It's, it's been a, it's been a while since we mentioned bells. <laughs> what? What's, no, what's up? Shameless plugs. So One of these days, they're just going to send me everything they own. And hopefully, make me part of their marketing team. So this is spelled G A E L Force. Yeah. Not like G A I L or G A L E. Like Gale, like like Gaelic. Gaelic. Right. So there's kind of a theme to a lot of the beers and how they're spelled. Just bringing that up to those of us that very heavily in the in the Irish. Celtic yeah. background there. The, I like that. The, the Gale Force is actually a triathlon. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. What kind of a tri- like <coughs> running, what swimming, it's, biking? Uh, or? R- running, biking, kayaking. Kayaking? Really? Yeah, that's Holy a, shit. That's a wrench. I think it's. <laughs> like I thought it was drinking, fighting, and cursing. And I think it's like 74 I, kilometers. So 2.2 that. Nah, well, let's not do that. Yeah, why are we doing yeah, this? Do that. Stop nothing. Don't make me get my abacus out. Should we talk about athleticism or drinking? No, I, I think we should drink I, some more beer. I think we yeah. could go into the next beer. Is that the Ald? Ald Centralia. American Pale Ale, 4.7% alcohol and 37 IBUs. Now, this one was freaking weird, and I definitely wanted to hit back on that. And this is one of your flagships. This was, this was your fourth beer you ever yeah. made. I, so when I was homebrewing, I called it Fargo North Cider because I live on the north side. And uh, man, that nose is great. Yeah, it's uh, it's tons of. There's a mountain of Centennial and Liberty, and Liberty is probably I think one of the most underrated hops. The nose is really, really bright on this though, almost like reminiscent of orange juice. Yeah, I say. Oh. Like a pulpy orange, yeah. orange juice. Yeah. It, oh, no. If you d- drink orange juice without pulp, you get the fuck out of my country. 
Um, I don't drink orange juice Which with is... pulp. I'm pretty sure that's been uh, referenced in another. Yes, it was. <laughs> I threatened to fight somebody. <laughs> but I told you and, that and I told, am a guy who drinks. And we told juice. Knox to get out of his own house. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. And get he out, left. Get out of your house. Get out of my country. Damn it! I just I taste hops, hops, yep. and malt and water. Oh, a beer. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I taste a beer. I do like the color on it. No, though. it no reminds ad, me of no all adjunct. these juicy hazies. You know, I that, just that forgot. To, I forgot to put the finings in it. That's oh, hundred percent. Why it's hazy? Really good. Little. Although dryer. I didn't, I didn't put any finings in the Denali either, and that shit's to- stone clear. Dude, the Denali. <laughs> well. That's uh, that one, right? I don't no, know if it's that one. I don't know if we're going to talk about the Denali, but my notes on the old Centralia is like, it's a little hoppier and drier than the Denali. And then Denali is, I was just, I really like the Denali one a lot. Well, I really like the Gale Force one. I like the, I think the Gale Force one better than this one. Fair. Well, this is an American pale ale, which right, is, Gale Force uh, is an IPA, right. India pale ale. I'm just giving comparisons. No, the Gale Force is a West Coast, well, West Coast IPA, whatever. Yeah, yeah, I do get a lot of that lemon, though. It's like, yeah, it's very much citrusy on that one. I dig it. I like it. So those are your flagships, right? Well, the, the Old Centralia is not a flagship. Okay. The Drum Light's a flagship, though. Drum Light's a flagship. Oh. Which, there's not drum. a lot to say about Drum Light. It's just light beer. It's it drum like light light. No, it's a good beer. That's a beer beer. And that's a lager, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yep. So could you tell us about the lagering process? I've always been fascinated by it. I know nothing about it. I know that a couple of places don't do it that often because it takes a lot of more time. Mm-hmm. What does that all entail, lagering a beer? The So if you're going to truly lager the beer until it's clear, I mean, it takes months. Months? Months. So that's what, why, what is that's lagering? Why entail? Just fermenting just at a eight, lower temperature? So, well, yeah, lagers, they'll ferment at like 55 degrees. Instead of the normal, like, and, 68? Yeah. And then you have to let them come back up to room temperature because the yeast produce this byproduct called diacetyl. Okay. Which tastes like buttered popcorn. Oh. Mm. Yeah, it's no good. And it, what? Okay. You're eating <laughs> buttered popcorn. No, I'm eating. It's not buttered It's not popcorn. good in beer, though. It's not good in beer. Uh, so you got to raise it up to... Like room temperature, basically. Mm-hmm. Then the the yeast will consume the diacetyl, and then you can crash the beer. So how long do you let it sit there at room temperature for? Then about five days. Five days, okay. And then you crash it, and then 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 once it's cold, then now you're lagering. So all and the those yeast will will drop out pretty quick. And then every type of sediment or in uh, anything imperfections in there will drop with it as well. It should. So it should be mostly Those, clear. Yeah, and the lo- the longer you lager, the better. Mm. But I, I I add fining. Most most breweries either add a fining to their lagers bio, or biofine or, bio bio or insane glass or okay. whatever. Which is safe for consumption for both. Yeah. No. Way. Yeah. Yeah. No. Totally. <laughs> or they or, or they filter. Or they filter. Or they filter. I haven't found anybody yet that I know that that filters that I've been able to talk to yet. So I have no idea about the filtration process. That's, but it's a big rack that you pack. There's these frames, and you pack them with. Uh, it's called diatomaceous earth. So it's basically these little itty bitty fossils. 
It sounds funny, but it works really well. It sounds well. like a like a Swedish death metal. Band. I was gonna say it's black metal. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, Sam. Exactly. I'm sorry, Sam. You had me at big rack. So. Oh God. So, but yeah, but so you you pack these frames, put uh-huh. them in this rack, and then you run the beer through it, and it filters it. What was the name of the band again? Diatomaceous Earth. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And they wear makeup too. Oh, for sure. No. Black and white. Yeah, I've always wanted to know about the lagering process, so I appreciate you yeah. uh, helping us clear that up. Me especially. Uh, I'm pretty sure maybe some of our listeners wanted to know too. There's not a lot of people in town that do it. Uh, lagers, right? Well, when no. you're saying that it could take oh, months far- at a time. I mean, I mean, Fargo, Fargo lagers. Right. They they do. You know, OG is lagered. But oh, it's only I like, can see that. Yeah, but I mean, mm. that's one, and make me. one logger. Yeah, and then you make and two. I think, um, Drecker's uh, Buffalo Rodeo is a pilsner, which is a log style of logger, so they logger that. But yeah, I you think don't... there's three of us that do a regular logger. That's pretty cool, though. It doesn't happen a lot, and I, I, I like seeing that because, you know, I, I've mentioned Spending it before. Spending time on creating a good craft beer, it's a lot of people don't want to spend that time, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, the, 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 what I tend to see, and I've mentioned it before, I, I, you know, specifically with, you know, certain people, he likes to try all the weird craft beers, and <laughs> his wife likes Bud Light or something, mm-hmm. you know? And, and you go to some of these local breweries, and they just—it's like all off the wall shit sometimes. And it's like, yeah, can we, I just get up here? Have it, but you know, <laughs> well, this it, is a place where anybody can go because you can try one of these wonderful craft beers and IPAs and these different things, or you can get that awesome lager that you have, which is fantastic. The drum light, drum light, yes, yeah. that's what I was. Yeah, and the drum light orange. You were going to go there because that, that drum light orange was really good too. Yeah, that's can you a, talk about that, that really and how you came so up with that real we, quick before we take a break? So uh, the the drum light orange, we did a a uh, a survey on uh, on the on the Facebook where I asked who wants we're going to do a flavored drum light. What do you guys want? Do you want orange or do you want lime? Mm-hmm. Or lemon might have been well, an option as well. well I, I no. could I could do lemon. No, it's but. overdone. Yeah, but no, well, <laughs> it's all lime overdone. is overdone. Lemon lime isn't sucks. done for a reason. And ever it was it was fifty one to forty nine in favor of of the orange. <laughs> wow. Oh really? That's but, close. Uh, that uh, is that is like a bush uh, bush senior no no bush senior bush junior margin. Yeah, <laughs> like the uh, well you know the <laughs> some sort but, of but light has their. Array of mm-hmm. flavored Bud Lights. Bud Light, why shouldn't why shouldn't I do that? I mean, it's literally. I mean, they're adding, you know, artificial flavor to theirs to get that flavor. Well, yeah, the Bud Light yeah. Lime, which is uh, by coincidence, um, lad po- last podcast on the left, Ben Kissel's favorite beer. They bring <laughs> it up a lot. I don't think that's real. <laughs> Go ahead, I'm sorry. So for the orange. Uh, and so I brewed the, 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 the drum light actually as two batches and then I split it and, or it was one, one big batch and then I split it and then I did, so there was the regular one, the plain one, and then there was the, the orange one. And when, when it got done fermenting, uh, I added 15 pounds of Spanish orange zest. Okay. 
And zest, the, that doesn't include any pulp at all. No, it's just the Absolutely zest. Absolutely zero. Just the outside. Just the it zest. Shouldn't. So yeah. I added that to the fermenter and then let that steep in there during the lagering process when I, when I crashed it. So Nice. Yeah. I suppose that helped release the oils where all yeah. that flavor is. Yeah. And it actually, Especially the aroma. That one, that, yes. one, that one got an extra week just to make sure that it had enough, that it steeped enough in there. Very cool. Well, the nose on that one is tremendous. Yeah, so. no, I, mm-hmm. you, man. You, you go to drink, it's like, whoa, what is that? Oh, wow. A lot of orange. Yeah. <laughs> and then, but then when you drink it, it's like, it still has that orange. There is some orange there. But, but it's it, not prominent. It, it's, just, it's, it's, yeah, just it's just nice just, and clean. It's just yeah. like hints of it. You yeah. know, it's like, ah, oh, that's a really good beer. And there's a little orange there, too. Yeah. It's, it's all in the nose, mostly in the nose. But yeah, that little hint in that orange in the back. Yeah, the I, I, thought it, I thought it was a great beer. And, Made a good point, Chris. Thanks. Highly crushable. Hell yeah. <laughs> I want 13 of them, and I want water next to me. <laughs> In a tube. Which we're going to plan one of these days, right? To go on a tubing trip. That, one of these days. That or camping, or all of the above, I suppose. I just wanted to see you guys in shorts. No shirt. I wear shorts all the time. Oh, never <laughs> mind. Oh, well, you're going to be the... Next person I disappoint with that one. But um, <laughs> <laughs> well, let's take a break a little bit, uh, gather our senses, and we got some more beers to talk about after this break. Yeah! This has been a Predicate Productions episode of Brews, Booze, and Reviews. If you have any questions or comments, please feel free to email us at brewsboozeandreviews at hotmail.com. We here at The Dungeon also want to give thanks to Todd Ruziska and Amy Klein from Beware the Vine for permission to use their song Sex, Drugs, and Cabaret off of the album of the same name. If you like the song and want to hear more from Beware the Vine or wish to buy any songs, you can go to cdbaby.com slash cd slash beware the vine. That's cdbaby.com slash cd slash b-e-w-a-r-e-t-h-e-v-i-n-e and make your purchases there. We also want to give thanks to Ryan Dahl for his fantastic graphic design work in creating our logos. If you like this episode and want to hear more, please rate and review our podcast. We appreciate the feedback we get from our listeners in helping us make better content for future episodes. On behalf of everyone at Brews, Booze, and Reviews, may your glasses be full and your spirits high. Cheers. <laughs>